No, I don't want to be on your fucking podcast. Because at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, I don't know if it just happens to be because of a guy thing or if it's or if it's if if it, it has to do with not having you wouldn't I guess you would be able to tell me because you've never had well you've met your father. And I have not met him. Not I've met. reached out to okay, him. Okay, same here. I've never physically met my father and I've reached out to him. But there's always that sense of wanting to. And kind of just like what we heard the other But you reason- know what? Yes. I wish I hadn't. Honestly, I wish I hadn't either. But I'm telling you that I only the only reason why I reached out was because I just felt like I was not going to get the truth from my other parent. So I, and then, you know, with, with just having everything with the different fathers and the different male role models in my life, I just felt like I needed to figure out what part of me I did not know about. And if all these problems inside of me are really biologically, you know, taken, like did I, did, was I, was this genetics or is this something that was trauma based? And so I guess wanting to know who that person was to help me get a better understanding of who I am as far as genetics wise goes is kind of why I wanted to do it too. And I just never had a father. There's so many questions that I wanted to ask the whole dad. I never had a father either. But as a boy... And, and I, and you know what? I didn't fucking get, I didn't get what I wanted through my interaction with my father. Because he is a narcissist. Yes, I'm, I'm diagnosing him <laughs> with narcissism. He, he was a narcissist. He only talked about himself. He only wanted to do things that involved him himself. Sounds like my dad. And... Didn't literally did not care about me. He didn't ask about my life. He didn't care to know about my life. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I guess for a boy, because there's certain questions that when boys ask moms, moms don't exactly know how to answer them. Now in today's age, it's different. You know, I'm I'm talking about the fucking '90s. You know, when shit was weird about. Well, well, moms only talk to their daughters about that kind of stuff, and sons only talk to their dads about shit. We're talking about the 90s here, you know what I mean? So, like, my mentality is based off of that. Like, oh, you don't have a dad to ask these questions to? And, like, when I'd ask my mom these questions, she would give me the most bizarre fucking answers, and it would really not make any sense to me. Also, your mom is just a piece of shit. Well, she did the best she could. It was an on... This is, like, a more basis-by-basis kind of scenario because your mom is pretty horrible she just made bad decisions and was never in a position to really have a voice to speak up that's all i understand i understand now where everything had been done like the alcoholism and all of that shit i can see the being a product of your environment she broke the cycles she felt were the most important for for whatever ones they were because she. It was an alcoholic still, and there was a lot of abuse, and there was a lot of shit. But for whatever reasons, I have to say that what is what is it? Whatever is whatever the fuck it is, and I don't. I know that none of it was meant to be intentional, as far as any of the shit I went through. I don't know, fucking. I, I at the end of the day, I'm not holding any resentment, and I feel just like holding on to labels and saying shit is just bad. Like if I want to move forward from all of this nasty shit. I might as well just be like, you know what? Wait, we were talking about 
fathers. Connecting with deadbeat dads. And wanting to connect with the deadbeat dad was the lack of lack of hearsay. I just going back to the main point is that no one should make you feel bad for not wanting to reach out to a any a parent, just a parent in general, not just a father who was never there for you. <clears throat> I guess in the one particular situation we were listening to, that had to do with this guy complaining about his situation based off of his mother. And the only reason that was brought up was to basically try to get some other understanding from a different point of view. It was the guy was basically trying to make the mother look bad and also trying to make the listener also well, the person who called in feel, feel bad. bad as well. I think he was just trying to get him to understand that if he continues to stay in this rut of, yeah, I get I'm in the situation I'm in and I have to deal with it kind of shit, you don't have to hold yourself completely accountable. And I think that's what he's trying to tell that guy, which is you don't have to take on these burdens. Maybe go find out why your mom is this way. Find out why how your mom was with this person so that you can get an understanding and you know, I think after years of being separated, 26 years, 36 years, I'm pretty sure when he meets the person that is no longer with his mother that gave, that helped, you know, conceive him, he may give a better clairvoyant, you know, response versus the emotional output that a mother is having to give. Because like, personally speaking, I can see that the animosity is held towards fathers and the absence of that with their children, because... A lot of it that my mother said was nothing but, hey, do you, like, you're going to turn in just like your father, like, if you continue up with all this anger and all this other shit. Like, it was, I was never taught about my emotions. I was always told that I'm just going to end up like this man that went to prison for killing somebody because he couldn't control his anger. You know? That's the that's the shit that I was going through, and that's kind of why I wanted to figure out who the fuck this guy was in the first place. Like, am I like this person at all anymore? Like, I'm 20-something years old, and I want to figure out, is this, again, going back to genetics or whatever? So I get it. Yes, that guy was, at, at some point, making him feel like, a, like an asshole. But... I just think that there are a lot of guys out there that don't want to hold their mothers accountable for the shit that happens. And I think that, you know, a mom that is... I think people in, in general don't want to hold their parents in general accountable. I think parents don't want to hold themselves accountable, honestly. That too. That's the hardest part about all of this is... Parents in general yes. don't want to hold themselves accountable because they think... My kids should be grateful for all the things that I did and sacrificed for them. But in reality, you might, the parent might have given them, you know, the basic needs of what a human needs, like shelter and food, but they did not give them their emotional needs in order to complete the hierarchy of needs to be an actual self-realized human being. That was well put. And yes, I think we just, I think we're barely even in the last five years, maybe even getting into that with the children now. You know, I see it. I recently had to talk to the teachers for my children and like, you know, talk to them about how long they've been teaching and how, you know, 
all this other stuff. Surprisingly, their their teachers are not going to be more than two years old. Like one of them's got their third year, the other one has their second year. And teachers are dropping like flies yeah. out of the career because it, it sucks. But it's good because I actually talked. I, I stepped aside and talked to the teachers about you know my individ, each individual child and like the things that I noticed about them. And it's nice to see that they can actually take into consideration what I'm saying instead of me talking to an older teacher who's like fucking 50 and she thinks that shit still has to be the same way it was ran in fucking 19 dickety six and shit when you should be in front of a fucking stove in a fucking soaking hot pan because your feet are sore and shit. Yeah, well, the teaching profession now has come a very long way and they've incorporated things like social emotional learning and things like you know psychology in with it it's not just cramming as much knowledge into a kid's brain as as much as possible it's about also emotionally connecting i get it but i feel like it's kind of honestly i feel like every single area that we have a problem with in all aspects of our fucking country alone is literally the newer aunt's ideals trying Wait, to what be did you say? whatever the fuck you nuance? said the nuance whatever newer aunts newer aunts however the fuck you say it look man if it sounds good you're you're an english major so you know i'm saying shit wrong most of the people i talk to don't correct because they don't even know the shit I'm saying is not a word, all right? The newer aunts. The newer aunts fucking shit. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like trying to teach an old dog the new trick kind of shit, you know? And it's like people hold on to that mentality. It's like, oh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So it's like all these implementations that they're putting into the systems are kind of just being disregarded by the older members of the fucking system. Because even though the younger people are listening and they're they're reading the the criteria, they're learning, they're absorbing it. All these older teachers are fucking right here sitting and brushing that shit to the side, saying, "Ah, what the fuck does this thing know? I've been teaching for so many years. I can get. I don't know. I don't need this thing to t- show me how to teach." But also teaching, a lot of times schools make teachers go to professional development. Um, not conventions. Well, but like, again, my argument is still the fact that, like, they teachers will do like. Um, okay, can we talk about older teachers? Because I'm, but I'm, no, I'm talking about all teachers, young and old. But I'm talking about they all older have teachers. To do it. But that doesn't mean that they want to retain it. That's what I'm well, saying. They have to if they if they are going to keep up with. Today's How many teaching. motherfuckers get a driver's license test and still drive like shit? But I'm saying if... It, um, this is a job. Right. This is a career. Right. Plenty of people don't take it as a job or career, though. You see what I'm saying? Most people take it like, oh, the older generation, they see it as just a paycheck right now. They don't see it as a career. They to don't be honest, s- I have not seen or interacted with a teacher older than 40. Well, I guess it's... And I'm a, I've been a substitute teacher for like three years. Well, I'm, you let me know what it looks like whenever you start getting more inter, intermixed with that shit. Because I feel like a lot of the teachers that I've been having encounters with are past the fucking 45-year bracket. And there really is no trying to talk to them about how 
my child is supposed to be addressed and approached. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that's the only reason. Like, I know that I'm glad that we have all these things. But my argument is, if the older generation does not want to implement the ideas that they're having to learn, they're not going to behind the doors that they're teaching in the classroom. I mean, if... And it gets flooded out. The case is that the teacher is not doing what you're asking of her in order for your child to succeed. In that case, you can go to the principal. (laughs) But what I'm saying is people play face. And I know that most of the older... Like, I guess because my oldest daughter, take for example. Every time she's had a younger teacher, I've never had behavioral problems with her. But whenever she has an older teacher, an older generate, like fucking 45 and up, there seems to be some kind of misconnection. And I keep getting these reports of her not wanting to set, listen or do any of these things. She's disruptive in class. And it's like, it seems like it's so much night and day. Like, why is... And, and, and I guess at the end of the day, I have to step back too and not take what the teacher's saying and like for a whole thing. Because it's hard. Older teachers also think that yelling is a solution for everything. <laughs> yes, and I guess that's why my daughters don't... My daughters don't respond to yelling. They... A lot of kids don't. <laughs> well, I'm saying like in general, they, they, they look at yelling as a disrespectful thing. So it's like if someone's it yelling at you to do something, it's like, why am I going to do something you're, you're telling me to if you're yelling at me? That's... And that's why... Yeah, that's, that's like most people in general there people are not going to respond positively if you're yelling at them (laughs) yeah and i guess that's the problem that we're having right now but it's nice to know that at least it's an understood thing across the board yeah for the most part i've i've done my teaching um Training. Yeah. I've done my teaching. Okay. Training. Got I got there. I got there. <laughs> yes, I got there. Look, I'm just now having my coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've done my teaching training. I've taken all the classes. Um, all I'm missing is the certificate. <laughs> Literally, that's all I'm missing. And a lot of it has to do... A lot of the training with teaching has to do with... The psychology of children and how to get through to them, how to best create an environment that um, helps with learning. Is a conducive environment for learning. So do you think that more teachers need to have like more involvement with parents? Do you feel like teachers don't care to try to keep up with the i mean so i don't know if you're aware of this i mean you may but the whole thing of a class dojo i know what that is yes so i i've actually online thing yes Yes, so i actually like the idea and it's just something that i think a lot of the older again the older fucking teachers it's because you're implementing technology that they don't know (laughs) i know but it's like i said it go it touches back to the whole refusal to fucking move forward and adapt to what is the future you know and 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 then they'll fall right and i but at the stuff at the same time we're having that's at the expense of children and the enthusiasm that they have for learning yeah well i mean 
it sucks. That it's, just it's like a double edged sword. That just comes down to the principal needs to fucking lay down the law and be like, you need to implement this technology into the classroom. Like, we as a school are doing this. So I don't. I'm not trying to go down the political road down right now, but I feel like a lot of that shit is superseded by fucking superintendents, isn't it? I mean, I feel like sometimes don't prince like principals are is, are basically the bosses of the teachers. Okay. Superintendent is the boss of the principal. Okay, so essentially, whatever's ran in that school, the principal gives the final yay and nay. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. They are the head of the school. I remember having one of my teachers become a principal. I, n- I never understood what she had to go through to become the principal because I figured it was just like a. Oh, principal, you need. A lot of shit. Grad school. I'm like, not sure if you need a doctorate. I'm I not think super so. sure. I think so. But you definitely have to go to grad school. You need a master's, yeah. Yeah. Because I know that. And you need to have had, you know, a lot of experience. So you, you need to have. They, I think you you need to have been a teacher at some point. So do you think that the educational the educational system will ever be revamped as a whole in general or do you think that it's going to stay the way it is so that it continues to produce numbers for the corporations that fund Well, them? the public school system right now is completely fucked because of the shortage of teachers and how there's a witch hunt against teachers right now. Is there really? Oh yeah, yes. because of the whole the whole like Republican Teaching kids to be gay kind of shit. Is that Yeah, it's it's a huge witch hunt against progressive teachers. And I guess, yeah. I mean, it's it's a shame when, like I said, older people that don't want to be open-minded to the new ages of the direction the future is going. So, I think that as we get there, it's just more of that that time frame where we have to keep ourselves from going batshit crazy but excuse me i think it's basically us maintaining our sanity until we slowly push out these things you know like there's there's a political woman from california i think she doesn't receive any money from lobbyists like to you know pharmaceutical companies or anything like that like lobbyists so i've really been interested in trying to figure out her story but this is one of the first recordings that we have that's going to have a female aspect on it. So I hope you guys have been, you know, entertained with this short one. I know we usually go in at like the hour marks and stuff like that. But, um, you know, just giving out a little bit of different perspectives. And I hope you guys tune in for the video release of the next podcast coming out soon. And again, this is your host, Robin Graves. And you are on Scatterbrain. Is there any name you want to go by other than your first name? Do you want Casey. All right. Well, you have my guest, Casey. She is. What's your What's your degree? English. English. This is why I always get corrected. Bachelor of Arts in English. And you will probably be hearing more opinionated. And I'm going back to school for psychology. So. <laughs> so I'm gonna end up getting diagnosed. Or what is the word? I mean, I don't have the power to diagnose. Why would you? What would you need for that? A doctorate. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, guys, keep up the journey. You guys know how to reach us. Take care.